Glad to see you here tonight on Wednesday night. Um, if you'll stand, we'll just begin worship.
other people up here with me, but tonight I know it uh, feels strange, but there's nothing strange about the power of our awesome God. I had, uh, I had a weak moment, and I, I talk about this before this song a lot because it's a reminder to me all the time. I had a weak moment this week, yesterday. Fear crept in. It crept in, and I, I know it's going to, and it's up to me to stop it. And I didn't. I didn't. But you know what? I'm glad that I, I, I can acknowledge that. Aren't you glad you can acknowledge that now? You know, I think there was a time in our life when maybe we didn't acknowledge it. But now I can say, man, I forgot to put my filter in. And it's a daily struggle, it is. But I'm just glad I can acknowledge it and that I know that I serve a God that is, uh, that is just awesome, so incredibly awesome, and that I don't have to be afraid. Um, and I'm just thankful for that. And you know what? As many times as I sing that from the rest of the year, I'm probably going to say this again because it's a reminder to us to not fear, to know that our God is strong and powerful and awesome and loves us dearly. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with song. Of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no longer a slave to fear, I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave. I am a child of God.
give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken.
thank you for your presence in this place. We know that where two or more are gathered, Father, that your spirit is right here with us, Father. We thank you for that tonight, God. Pray that you bless Will tonight, that this message is clear and spoken to us, God, and that we will receive it. In Jesus' name. I think they're going to bring the lights up. Otherwise, we'll all be asleep. How are you? Good. I am good. I am, uh, I'm just a little overwhelmed in a good way. You can be overwhelmed in a bad way. I'm a little overwhelmed in a good way. And um, I'm not going to be incredibly long tonight, but I want to, and I'm probably going to give an opportunity for a little bit of testimony. But I'm trying to decide where I want to start. Got a phone call, or actually it was a text about 10.30 last night, just saying that Big Mama was back out at the uh, hospital. Uh, she was bleeding a little bit, and they wanted to make sure everything was okay. And So when I got there, it was a little bit before 11, it was just, Pastor Buren in the room with his mama, and uh, which I felt privileged to have a, that just that one-on-one -on -one time or two-on-one time for about an hour, hour and a half, um, till they got her settled. And um, I did text with him just a little while ago, and she is. They were settling in or at hospice, and so she has a private room there, and uh, you can visit. And uh, there was some question before they had started on fluids last night, and they won't be doing fluids uh, at the hospice. But uh, So those that had questions about that, I did find that out. Um, but she's well. The family is there. And um, so a little bit when, when Pastor Buren called me today and said, listen, I'm not going to be there tonight. I want you to just handle it for me. I said, no problem. Um, you know. I have been doing some studying here recently, and I'm studying the Old Testament and uh, kind of book by book and putting it in kind of chronological order. And so I'm like, okay, God, what do you, what, I've been studying and stuff. What do you want to, what, what am I going to say? And um, I was kind of just reminded of a, um, a blog, and uh, it was. If you ever want to read it, you can go to uh, DustyTackle.com, and uh, there's a search engine right there, and you can pull it up, and uh, it says, Big Mama says we talk too much, and uh, last night in the in the emergency room, um, Pastor Ben was just reassure her that Big Daddy's waiting on her, and uh, everything is fine, and it's okay, and... Um, she kept saying she still has something to do. And uh, and so Buren was like, Mama, what is it that you got to do? He knows. He knows. So we don't know if that God knows or if Big Daddy knows. Um, but there's still something that she's got to do. And uh, I was just overwhelmed by a 97-year-old lady 
fighting for her life in a good way because she still has purpose and she still has something that she's supposed to do. How many of us at times are without purpose and not knowing what we're supposed to do? I'm going to read a little bit of this and I have some scriptures to read and um, this is yesterday afternoon. I found myself in my kitchen. This is Dusty. It's words. And I was going to call her and ask her if I could do this, but I figured she left it on the internet. I could just do it. <laughs> and I uh, found myself in my kitchen singing the words to You Are Good. These lyrics ran through my head until nighttime. And the lyrics are, Your kindness leads me to repentance. Your goodness draws me to your side. Your mercy calls me to be like you. Your favor is my delight. Then it shifts just a little bit. And it says, every day I'll awaken my praise and pour out a song from my heart. So it goes from what the goodness of God is to then something that we need to do. Romans 2, verse 4. says, don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that it's his kindness that is intended to turn you from your sin? It's his kindness that wants you to do what he's called you to do, to be who he's called you to be. Dusty's translation of this is, stop judging and be so dang intolerant of other people. God uses kindness, sweet words, and forgiveness to transform our lives into something beautiful. When people disappoint us, when people don't live up to our expectations, and this is the, the phrase that really got to me that I was pondering and thinking. It says, fill in the gap of your expectation of someone and what that someone actually does with kindness and forgiveness. Fill in the gap, even with your spouse. Give him or her the benefit of the doubt. When has expressing your disappointment with your spouse ever worked? There's a definite time and a place for healthy communication. Healthy. There's also a time to keep your mouth shut. I remember being aggravated with Chris once for not taking care of something before he left on a trip, and I was so stinking mad. I picked up the phone to call him and tell him exactly how I felt about this oversight. Fortunately for Chris, Big Mama was at my house. Talk, talk, talk. That's the trouble with young people. They think they need to talk everything out. Sometimes you just need to keep your mouth shut. Put the phone down and just forgive him. I'm pretty sure filling in the gap with forgiveness and a closed mouth did more for my marriage than the phone call would have done. Trying to bring conviction to someone's life 
never goes the way we think it will. But kindness will always bring about effectual change. And oftentimes our kindness towards others changes us. It's how God functions. And since we are of God, created in his image, isn't it how we should function? I'm so thankful for his patience, for his love, for his mercy. And so thankful that his mercy calls us to be like him. Because his ways are truly better. As I was sitting there watching Big Mama last night and thinking about her life and the impact that she's had on my children, how has she had an impact on my kids? Because they've never really hung out with her. They've been at a birthday party or something like that. But it's been her faithfulness and her consistency of an example. When my children... When I think of Big Mama, I think of those things that are steady, that are, that are, that are consistent. And uh, Proverbs 31, I'm just going to read a few scriptures. and It's about the, the virtuous woman. Um, but starting in verse 26, it says, When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. I, I can still envision Big Mama scooting around her house in her little walker chair that she does, not being lazy. She would still go down the ramp that they built to put clothes into the, I mean, the, the laundry room is outside in the garage, in the carport, an, an extra room. But she would go and, and do her laundry. And one of the things that's taking place right now, tonight, is her children stand and they're blessing her. Her husband praises her. There are many victorious and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. We all know that inevitably, 97 years old and where she is in life, that her, her end is nearing. Um, not to say, as we were talking yesterday, that it wouldn't surprise us if she made a turn and decided she wanted to go back home. So that means sometime in the near future there's going to be a service. People are going to talk about Big Mama, Callie Mae, whatever, whatever they knew her, whatever was taking place. But it's these, these consistencies, these continuously doing, what have you seen her be consistent at? To me, the number one thing is she's at church. If she's not at church, something's wrong. She's sick. She lives a fairly simple life, not a lot of extravagant vacations, not a lot of goings and doings, but she's content. 
She always has a kind word. A couple of things that we have upcoming is that on the third uh, Wednesday of each month for the next two months is at the table. Uh, there's a meal you can sign up for. I think the next one is uh, pork and chicken tacos and uh, or a taco salad if you don't want the, uh, the tacos part of it. Um, and then the, the breakout classes are the same. You can go to the same class or a different class. But one of the things I want to mention, and I, I actually just want to take a little bit of time tonight, because this Saturday night, to me, is probably one of the greatest impacts that we are doing in our community. this Saturday night. We support the soup kitchen and the food pantry and we serve at the food pantry. So there is tons of people that we're handing out food to. We work at, at Rushton Hope and we serve and lots of you cook and we're feeding people that are in need and are hungry. We support the Spalding Samaritans with finances and so utilities are being kept on and we're involved in the Doc Holiday Festival, which is reaching our entire state and bringing people in and helping our economic development. All of these things are things that you are doing. Eagles Way is doing. And um, it's just a little overwhelmed. I have the privilege to, uh, assuming nothing changes with Miss Kelly May, in the morning I'll be going to a, a retreat. And... Uh, it's called the Archway Project. Archway Project is a UGA-sponsored event. You may not have known this or not, but our community is an Archway community. And basically what that means is the city, the county, and the school board have put dollars together to work on and decide together what is important within our community to work on, what are the issues that are important to work on, and then begin putting allocations towards that, work groups towards that. Some of you may be involved in some of those different things. And I'm going, how did I get <laughs> to this meeting? Why, why am I at this meeting? You know, I've just been a pastor at Eagles Way Church for this time. And I got to thinking, you know what? It was about 18 years ago, 19 years ago, that I got invited to go to a meeting and then I got invited to sit on a board. And I really haven't done anything other than just show up to meetings, be involved, be consistent. To the point that tomorrow I have an opportunity to give my opinion or my input what needs to happen in our community with all of the community leaders. said all that to say is God has got a sphere of influence that you're involved in. And what he's looking for is consistency. Continuing to do what he's called you to do. 
using your gifts and talents in that area and not growing weary. And it's going to make an impact. It's going to make a difference. What Callie Mae has done is showed up Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. She's been consistent in her attitude and her communication with you. Or you've seen her in such a way, or you've heard people speak of her, that she has set an example of what it is that we do. So my encouragement to you, and I'm, I'm getting ready to, to open this up for anyone that would like to, to come and just give a testimony, a big mama testimony. You may have a story of something that has happened or transpired with Big Mama. You may have, an, say, what an impact. Um, we are recording this, and so the, you do have to come up here. You do have to use this microphone. Um, but uh, the family will be able to see this at a later date. And uh, you may not ever get this opportunity again. So does anybody have a Big Mama story you'd like to tell? The one that I want to tell, okay, yeah, come on up. I want to tell one real quick. And I cannot even do it justice, so I'm just going to tell you that you need to ask Mark Goss to tell you this story. And it's about when they were, uh, E.D. and Kelly May were going camping, and every time they went camping, I think he told it, some of you may have heard of that, Miss Kelly May's thing, uh, several years, or was that two years ago? A special Sunday? I think it was two years ago. But uh, Callie May had to duck down in the seat so that Mark couldn't see her. But anyway, come on, David. That was hilarious when he told that story. Um, I, I hadn't spent a lot of time one-on-one -on -one with, with Big Mom at all other than just to speak with her when she's here and say hello and hugs and stuff like that. But one thing that I was really thought was cool was that a year ago, right now, she was sitting in... Uh, positive thinking classes and and changing she's very flexible and being able to to take on new key learnings and just ever growing you know she's always growing and you know for her I think that's that's pretty amazing but I see it in business the ones that are successful and stuff like that you always keep your mind open to new ideas and some of the ideas or are, are things that we operate in now might have flipped folks' lid several years ago, but she just ate it up and walked it out. Good deal. Somebody else? I mean, I love her, and anyway, I know she loved my cards. <laughs> I used to always send her cards, and if I slacked off any, she'd always let me know. <laughs> I I miss them cards, she said, and so anyway, and I always got a hug, of course, but um, she, you know, she always tried to, you know, about the swing. She had that swing, you know, and enjoyed that, and I'd always ask her if she'd been sitting in the swing. But, um, you know, she was just a strong, and she raised our pastor, of course, you know, and I'm just saying, you know, that's a big deal, you know, that he's just, you know, a great guy. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean is that, um, you know, Eddie and, 
And we, Bruce and I talk a lot about it, you know, how Eddie's the mechanic and Pastor Beard took after the pastor part. And, you know, just to know that, you know, how they raised them up, you know, that they're they're just great men of God. And But anyway, uh, she's just, I've been there to see her at the nursing home, you know, about four times. But, you know, she just enjoys being close to, you know, people that are, Loving and love her, but anyway, that's all. Good deal. Somebody else have anything you want to say, Big Mom or the family? Um, this is just more along the lines of kind of what I said Sunday, if you were here. But speaking of consistency of her consistent prayer life um, for for her children and for her church and how I had this um, moment when I thought about her consistently praying for, for Buren. Um, I'm sure I'm like most of you here. Buren has meant a whole lot to me in my life. Um, and um, just to know her consistently praying for Buren and not saying that, is all of why Buren is who he is, but it's definitely a part. And just the consistency of her um, has just spoke volumes to me. And then I thought about it with my family as well and, and my grandparents and my family, and they've been consistent with me and how I didn't, honestly didn't think I would ever be doing what I'm doing, but they consistently prayed for me, and I am right now where I am because of that. And uh, Miss Callie May did that for her family. Um, and I will say this, too. I have became her favorite singer. I know at one time Alan Hardwick was. <laughs> but um, I have become her favorite singer, and I'm so thankful for that. <laughs> now, it really means a lot to, for her to say that to me. You don't really, like for somebody to tell me that you're, you're great, you know, is such a confidence booster, you know? And I've taken pride in that over the last couple of weeks. Dusty will, will laugh with me and say, I pointed to Lindsay like she's dusty, but she's not dusty. But um, Dusty will laugh at me, and we, you know, we we enjoy it. We think it's funny, but you know what? That that means a lot to me. Um, but what what a great lady that she is, and and just to see her out there every Sunday for all the years that I've been coming here has just been been a blessing. Good deal. Anyone else? Last chance. Okay. I lied. I'll give one more chance after this one. Oh, goodness. Um, when I think about Miss Callie, I don't really think about her the way she is today. I think about the strength of that woman to be a pastor's wife, as well as probably pastoring herself in her own way. And I remember in the earlier years, if there was anyone sick, she would go sit at the hospital for hours and hours. She sacrificed and served. She might not have had a pulpit position, but she supported her husband. She cooked a meal for him all the time because he wouldn't go out to eat. And she took care of her boys, and she's taken care of people. She's been, she's been that servant. And... I've been to see her a couple of three times, and you go in there, and as weak and frail as she is, she tells everybody, I love you. That she doesn't say how 
badly she feels. She says, I love you, and I just admire her. Anyone else? Okay, this is the last time. Last chance. Thought you, I bet you forgot what I was going to tell you was the most important thing you could do Saturday night. This will be the fourth annual Black Heritage Festival. And each year, we, I, Eagles Way has been a part each of the years. And each year, I'm like, coming up to it, there's, there's anytime you're working with a committee, there's some unorganization trying to get organized, trying to make it happen. And right before it happens, I've always been like, this may be our last one. Am I really? Because, I mean, think of, there's lots of things you can get involved in, lots of things that you can do, lots of things that you can spend energy on. And a lot of times you, you give up, you, you don't do the great because you're doing so many goods. And my wife has got me really working on making sure that I'm doing the great rather than just a bunch of goods. Okay? This event and what it is doing for the choirs, the students at the high schools, what it is doing for breaking down walls in this community, religious walls, because there's so many different types of churches that are involved, racial walls, social walls. Each year it is growing. It is the only, maybe not the only, it is one of the events that I know of that just your presence makes a difference. You don't have to do anything. You get to enjoy great music. And especially if you think our music is a little loud, you will love it there because it's choirs. Some of them don't even use music. Now some of them do. Our worship team will be there and we have, a, there's a United Voices choir and we have a few folks from our congregation that are in that choir. I still have some tickets that I'm willing to give to you. But it's a way that we're making an impact. And what we're finding is that consistency. Doing those things that God has called us to do. As we consistently continue doing it. Taking the example of Big Mama and being here every service that you can be here. Making a difference in people's lives. Allowing people to see those things. My wife's favorite person. Outside of me. And her family. I think is Jim Lewis. Matter of fact, if Janet died and I died, watch out, Jim. But you know why? Because he consistently encourages her. Has a little something to do that it reminds her of her granddaddy. But he's consistent in his verbiage and what he says. We're getting ready to sing this last song. I just encourage you to make it a challenge. If you haven't been consistent in some areas, you need to be consistent. 
Every day, every day, I'll awaken my praise and pour out a song from my heart. Every day, every day, every day, consistent in doing what God has called you to do. It's making a difference. It's making an impact. Big Mama has no idea the impact she's had on this church. The prophecy that she's given her son. Let's stand. Let's worship him as we're dismissed. You give life. You are love. Light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. Great are you, Lord. You give life, you are love. darkness give hope restore
Have a great night.